Today's video has been on my mind for a while. I've been wanting to share it because it's 100% the secret behind the success of all the advertisements that we've been running for the Blueprint training over the last few months. And it has everything to do with the use of custom audiences. So in this video, I'm going to give you the complete list of custom audiences that we use at the Blueprint, the ones that you should install on your website, also some very advanced custom audiences that you can get into depending on what it is that you're trying to sell. And I'm also gonna give you a swipe file that will have all the audiences listed out for you so you can just pretty much copy and paste them into your Facebook ads account. Stay tuned. Glad you stuck around. Let's get into it. A lot of advertisers struggle mainly because of the fact they are not leveraging custom audiences properly. Now that seems like an oversimplification and it is because what this really stems from is a lack of understanding of how to target their customers at each stage in the journey. So what we have here is your standard AIDA attention, interest, discover, consider awareness funnel. I like to hack it down to just these three stages because this is how I apply this specifically to remarketing on Facebook and Instagram. So you can see here at the top of the funnel, I'm feeding these only with remarketing ads and same thing at the middle of the funnel, same thing at the bottom of the funnel. And if you want more information on this, I've got a video that I did before on Facebook funnels. Make sure that you also subscribe to this channel because I am dropping a consistent amount of more of these Facebook ad styles, especially one that I have that gives you the updated marketing funnel for 2020. You don't wanna miss that one. But anyways, the point being here is that I don't like to even start to advertise any sort of sales message to people who have previously not seen or engaged with some of our stuff. And the only way that we can do that is by the proper use of custom audiences and remarketing ads. A lot of people think that just because somebody came to their website or visited a product page that they want to buy it and they'll just reserve them the same product over and over and over again until they either put a, their fist through their computer screen from seeing too many ads or they block you. 99% of traffic that comes to our website doesn't convert. 1% conversion rate is a pretty standard conversion rate. We need to understand where that person is within the funnel, within the buying cycle, and serve them the right remarketing ads. And again, that's all based on custom audience. At the top here, I like to call this audience building. So our goal with these top, 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 I just call this cold targeting up here, is get somebody to read a blog post, get somebody engaged with your Facebook page, watch 10 seconds of a video, they came to one of your offline events, or maybe they engage with your Instagram profile. And there's a ton of other custom audiences that we can set up, but these are all different ways that we can track interactions with your brand before we start pushing them down this process. But again, each of these needs to be set up as a custom audience and then also targeted with the right ad and the right creative afterwards. But this all starts with having the right custom audiences set up in your campaign. Because if you don't even know that they exist, or if you don't have them set up, then you're never gonna run campaigns that are specifically geared at building these audiences. Again, because if we can build a ton of people who have read specific blog posts, a ton of people who have watched your videos, engaged with your paid pages, uh, Instagram included, or come to one of your offline events, how much more receptive do you think those people are when you start serving them actual advertisements for you? Night and day. I'm telling you, I run a lot of traffic. And when I run advertisement style traffic to cold traffic, people kill me in the comments. People are just angry online. Some of the hate that I get for when I'm trying to run sales messages to cold audience is bad. So I learned my lesson. Now I run a lot of content at the top funnel and I'm able to do that because what I'm selling has a very high acquisition cost. But this also applies to e-commerce uh, or to small businesses with very, very low cost for services or cost for products. These same concepts still apply. We want to market and advertise and try to sell to people who are aware of us. So as I previously said, these people up top 
that have seen and engaged with our stuff, both organically and with ads. Remember, because people are going to be coming to our blog organically. So we're collecting these pieces of content really is what they are from other sources as well. So as people come to these and these audiences build, then we can start to remarket our sales message to these people. And then based off the back of how that top funnel remarketing works, then we can send them a different message. And at the bottom, this is where we'd start offering things like coupons, discounts, free opt-ins, things along that nature, where we can really try and drive alternative value propositions to try and get them to convert. So that's a basic overview of the funnel. Again, I've got a lot more information and content on this. You should really look into it more because this is an incredibly important concept that very few marketers and advertisers follow. They just start marketing with ads ads, ads that annoy people and they wonder why it's not working. This is really what it comes down to. People don't know who you are and people will not buy from you if they don't know who you are, unless you've got some amazing product that can be really creatively shown through copy. Take, for example, the Squatty Potty. If you can come up with the right advertising campaign and you have a viral style product, this doesn't really apply to you. Go ahead, go direct to consumer all you want. But for the rest of us, especially stuff, especially those of us that are selling very similar things like SEO agency services, training courses, you've got to follow this model. So it's really important that we've got custom conversions and events set up because we need to use these things to create audiences, but also look alike audiences. So things like customer files, anytime somebody makes a purchase on your website, if you're e-commerce uh, or if you're selling anything, your website, you want to make sure that it's tracked here in your custom events, lead generation websites. Anytime submits a form, you want to make sure that you're tracking that here as a custom conversion. Because as I said, we want to create an audience out of that. That's our most valuable traffic source, our customers, the people who buy from us, our clients. We need to let Facebook know who those people are because when we talk about cold targeting and trying to reach new audiences, we want to run that traffic to look alike audiences layered on with interest and demographic. So for example, if we're tracking conversions on our website, Facebook understands who our customer is. When you create a lookalike audience based on that, Facebook will go out and find one, two, five, 10 million people that are most like our customer base. So right then and there, that's a cold audience that we want to market to. And it's going to give us the best leg up because Facebook is automatically finding profiles that are most like our current customer base, incredibly powerful. And then you can layer on interest and demographic targeting on top of that. So anytime I run cold traffic, I'm always 100% running it to lookalike audiences. 2.2 million people is more than enough and then layered on with interest and demographic targeting to properly target cold audiences. Again, then I get them to watch a video, then I get them to come to the website, then they become a custom audience. And now Facebook has told me that these people match these certain criterias, also additional criteria that I've gotten it. I've also gotten them to see two to four of my videos, been to my website. Then I can start advertising heavy to them, opt into our webinar, schedule consult, etc. because they've seen enough of our stuff to have context and actually be interested in what we have to offer them. Now that we've got those custom conversions and event types set up, let's get into the swipe file. So what I provided for you guys here is just a table of all the different audiences that I recommend you set up. I'm also now going to actually jump into the Facebook platform so I can show you how to set up each of these types because there's some nuances for it. But this is really for you guys. Again, make sure you hit the link. It's on my blog. All you got to do is go. It's free. No email opt-in, none of that. It's just hosted on my website. So just make sure you hit the link to check this out. So let's start going through these so you understand what they are. So the first two are what I already talked about on the previous slide. This is making sure that you have these conversion tracking set up. So anything I call a macro conversion, that would be a lead if you're doing lead generation, if you're an agency or a sale, if you're e-commerce, make sure you're tracking those. And ideally too, you'd wanna track individual macro conversions. So 
uh, if you're e-commerce tracking specific products or categories, because it's really important. Again, if you're a big e-com vendor that sells thousands of different products, you sell men's sneakers and you sell women's t-shirts, uh, those audiences are going to be distinctly different. So we're going to want to make sure that we're tracking that and giving Facebook access to that information so they understand who's purchasing at the product level. Uh, underneath that, I have micro conversions here. So uh, anything like a newsletter sign up or a webinar opt in, anything that is not a lead or a sale that has some sort of conversion to it, I'd want to track that as well. And mainly also because the micro conversion audience is going to be a lot bigger than the macro conversion. You know, I have literally a thousand times more email addresses for uh, newsletter opt ins than I do for actual customers. So this is a valuable audience as well. And the more data that we can give Facebook, the better that look like audience is going to be populated. So it's important to have two types of conversions tracked if possible. The next going down here, these are man, by far my favorite audiences. So video views. So three seconds, 10 seconds, 25 seconds, 50 seconds, 95 seconds. My goal here, and I've got another video where I talk about how to nurture these audiences and move people down this video view funnel here. This is a mini funnel in itself, right? The first time someone's probably gonna be scanning, you know, you might catch their attention, they watch a few seconds, um, but then you can capture them into an audience, right? And then you can run your next video to this specific audience with the goal of moving them to your 10 second audience. So again, the higher your customer acquisition cost is, at the blueprint, we charge $3,000 for access to the course. So we've got a lot of room to play with, with how much we can advertise. And we have to do that because we have to continuously be in front of people, convincing them uh, really of our expertise and then the value of the content that you would get in the blueprint. So even stuff like this, I have to constantly do stuff like this. I mean, I enjoy it. I love it. I love talking to you guys. But it's also because it's the best sales tool that we have to market our course and to advertise it as well. So the point is, the more of this content that I create, the more of it I push out, the more people that are watching videos. If you've watched 10 videos of ours at over 50% each, that's a lot. That's a very, very hot, warmed up audience. Again, that's also coupled on the fact that I know who you are that's in this because I'm giving Facebook pre-qualifications to push you into this audience. I'm giving it interest uh, targeting. I know I'm giving it location targeting. I'm giving it age location, I'm giving it job title location, uh, uh, job title information. And then of course, that's also layered on top of my lookalike audience of my customer base. So I pretty much know that everyone that's in these audiences without even finding out who they are really is in some sort of marketing, right? If you've watched more than 10 videos about marketing, you're a marketer, right? So let me actually jump over to Facebook here and show you some of these video view audiences in practice. Here are my Facebook audiences and I'm getting ready to show you the video views. But a quick note here is that uh, number one, I'm incredibly anal about naming conversation. Anything BPT stands for blueprint training. And the first audiences that I mentioned were on my list were setting up custom audiences for customers for macro micro conversions. So for the blueprint training, our macro conversion is going to be full purchasers, but you can see that this is less than a thousand. Whereas our macro conversion, which is free trials, which this is an email list that I uploaded as opposed to syncing it directly with Facebook, mainly because when I, we synced our, our free trial list with Facebook, the number was really low. 15,000 is, is a lot bigger. So we wanted to give Facebook a lot more data. And that's really why you need macro micro conversions because your macro conversions are going to be pretty low depending on how much volume you're doing. Whereas your micro conversions, your smaller conversion, which is still pretty bottom funnel audience is going to be much bigger. So when we create these lookalike audiences here, like I said, which is the baseline of how we do our cold targeting for new audiences, Facebook has a lot more data to work with. If there's only 300 people here, but 15,000 people here, Facebook's able to get a lot clearer picture of what our audience should look like. So that's why I like to use 
micro conversions as well, because they make for a very, very valuable lookalike audience. The other cool thing about audiences that not a lot of people know or talk about is the ability to share audiences across pixels. So if you have a portfolio of websites that are all in the marketing space, like we do, I have my personal website, Weberis from the future, the blueprint training, capture, convert, coding is for losers, David's website. We have a bunch of websites that are all doing a lot of traffic. We're able to share audiences. And this is really valuable because I've advertised a lot from my page, but we're starting to pick up our advertising from our agency from the future. And I'm able to share what I've already done, the warm audiences that I've already built on my personal page with from the future, which makes the targeting a lot better and able to get the ads off the ground a lot faster than having to go out and build cold audiences from scratch. So that's something you should definitely take advantage of. You just share the pixel and then you're able to pass audiences back and forth between pixels. But what I've got here is what I call the brand section. This is where all the video views go. And I call it brand because these are generally shared across not only pixels, but also across video. So what I mean, what I showed you is that we want to have different audiences set up for video views, the three second, 10 second, 50, 50%, 25%, uh, and 95%, right? And you can see how the audience size changes. It's really big for 3%, jumps down to about half for 10% and continues to half uh, until we get all the way through. But again, we have 12,000 people that have watched at least 95% of one of our videos. That's, that's pretty impactful if you think about it. That's a, a large amount of people that we know are all marketers and they're highly engaged. So this is a really hot audience for us to start remarketing to. But something else to note here is the ability to segment your video views by content. So for example, I have 25% uh, as just total video viewers here, which we've got 52,000. But then I've also got, we're starting to market more for social media stuff. So my content that's social media focused like this video right here, we wanna collect those specific pieces of content because again, the people interested in social media versus SEO versus lead generation, they're all a little bit different. And we're able to then hyper-focus our later remarketing messages to those people based on the content that they've consumed. So the way that you set these up is very straightforward. You just come up to create audience, custom audience, and then use Facebook sources video. And then from here, what I'm able to do is I'm able to create these different audiences based on video engagement. So I, again, suggest that you create one for each of these. It's a little bit time consuming, but just go through, create separate audiences, three seconds, 10 seconds, 25, 50, 75, and 95%. And if you're not running video, start running video. That's all I have to say about that. I'm not going to go that in more detail. If you're not running video, you're just losing right now. Um, and then what you can do is I said, you can choose the specific videos. So I'm able to go through and pick from my page the videos that I want to add. So for example, as I said, you can segment videos and create a different audience based on content type, whether it's social media, SEO, whatever that may be. But what I also really like to do is segment based on advertisements and or more organic content. So that's a little bit convoluted. Let me unpack that. Because as I said, we do promote heavily with paid spend our content. But I look at that as very top funnel. Let's get people engaged, involved, aware of who we are that I consider organic content, right? Even though we're paying for the promotion, it's still organic content to me. When I say ad content, I mean dark posts. That means posts that are we're not pushing to the front of our Facebook page. And the reason why I create specific audiences for these is because when we get into our funnel, we wanna remarket based on if people have seen the previous ad. This also stops from ad exhaustion so we can either cut off ads or only push people down the funnel after they've met a certain criteria. So for example, I'm going to show you one of those audiences in just a second. I just want to show you how to wrap this up. So you select those videos 
then you just name your audience. Again, I'm very particular about name. Just make sure you come up with a naming convention. And I always add a description because it helps me to understand how the audience is built, especially when you've got hundreds of audiences like I do. It's really important. And again, recency is also something that's very important when setting up audiences. If I'm just doing a general brand account, I'll usually do it for 180 days. That's anyone who's seen a video in the last six months. The more short your window is, the more relevant and top of mind you are to the people. So for example, again, going back to talking about these specific ad campaigns, you can see here what I've done is I've set this one up here to be 21 days. So this is anyone who's seen one of our videos in the last 21 days. This is really important. Again, when we're starting to do that remarketing process, if we have a specific message um, or some of the content that we've been created is irrelevant to what we wanna promote, then we'll set that window for shorter. And then we'll boost like three to five videos that are all about the specific thing within a month. And then we've got a much more recent, much more relevant audience within that shorter window that we can then remarket to off of with a different offer. We're building and spinning up all these audiences and then we're able to hyper-target our advertisements based on the engagement and based on what we're promoting to those audiences. So this one here, you can see it says, anyone who has watched more than 10 seconds of the Blueprint Hype videos. So we have a series of videos we call the Hype videos. It basically introduces you to the brand. And then it says, we'll retarget using this audience for convergence. So this is, this is only including three videos in it, right? So this is what I was saying when I talk about segmenting organic versus paid promotions, because anyone who's watched these videos is in our funnel. We don't want to necessarily, again, so going back to our funnel model, we'll promote like uh, top 10 SEO tools to cold audiences, get them to watch three, 10, 50, 95% of our videos, right? Then we will use those audiences to push people into our offers. But after that, we only want to remarket based on people coming from the previous stage. So again, this one here, this is our top of the funnel advertising videos. If somebody watches 10 or more seconds of these, then they're ready to get served the next ad in the sequence. But what we'll also do is I wrote inclusions here because when we're setting up this ad, we're telling Facebook to include these people but remove anyone who has purchased already or has been to the landing page. So the top funnel landing page also coincides with the top funnel video. And what we can do then is we can set exclusions. So people get moved down the ad funnel, but are not getting served the previous ad anymore by using exclusions. So if somebody watched the previous video and visited the landing page, move them down, and then we'll cut off those people from the previous stage, if that makes sense. Again, I have more videos going into this in detail, but it's a really good way to stop annoying people with the same ads over and over again. So that's video views, all the audiences I use for video views and a deep dive into some of those. Let's just jump back over to swipe file and keep going through. So I've covered everything at this point. We got the macro micro conversions, we got the video views, and then these three video views here, top funnel, mid funnel, bottom funnel. That's what I was just discussing with that, um, the one I called inclusions. That's the top funnel ad. Uh, we set it to 10 seconds, depending on the length. Sometimes we'll do even 50%, depending on how much we want people or need people to watch to get the most out of that advertisement. The next up is going after specific URLs on your website. So if you're an agency um, or a service provider, you can set up custom audiences to people who have been to your service page URLs, right? Because that shows a certain level of intent that they might be interested in your services. Also case study URLs that has another level of intent that somebody might be interested in your services. So what we can do is we can use our funnel, our websites as funnels as well to understand the intent of their traffic and their searching on their website and letting themselves push themselves down the funnel, the physical funnel on the website, but then also tracking that in Facebook to remarket specific audiences. So remember when I said that, we don't always want to just somebody comes to our website, they went to our homepage, hey, they must be interested in our services, hit them hard with remarketing ads. No, what we want to do is we want to segment the journey on the website to match the journey on Facebook. So if somebody's been to your homepage, cool, that means they probably know who you are, but they probably need more information, right? So what we can do, you set up an ad that's remarketing to your entire website, 
but exclude it from people who have been to your service page, case study page, or contact page. That will tell you, that will tell Facebook that only market to people at the top of the funnel who have been to our website. So what you'd want to run there is something more about your services, maybe marketing a case study to them to get them to learn more, but not going after them for a lead conversion, something like that. And it's the same thing with e-commerce, right? We have to understand that physical intent on the website should match their intent on social media. And we don't want to serve ads to them that are not properly nurturing them and pushing them down because then people get annoyed. They're just not interested or they don't even know. And we assume that they do. So we can use these audiences to segment and match the journey on social with the journey on the website based on the intent that that person showed. Another one that I like to do is to set up uh, ads to targeted content. So I always give the example of on our agency website from the future, we wrote a guide about demandware SEO. This post ranks really well in organic search. It picks up a lot of traffic. It ranks for demandware SEO. So yes, if somebody comes to that page on the website, we know that they run on demandware and we know that they're having issues with or need help with SEO. So deriving the intent from that blog post, we can set up a remarketing ad just off the back of that, which we did for a while, didn't convert too well just because the post wasn't doing enough traffic, but just a video that remarkets with a call to action to say, need demandware help, we're experts, let's set up a call, right? So again, going after specific pages on your website, matching that intent the whole way through. Setting these up are really easy. We're just going to go to create audience, custom audience. And for this one, we're going to select website traffic. So keep in mind the examples that I'm giving you in the swipe file are what I'm calling basically the bare minimum. And you have to really match it to also what your website does, whether you're e-com lead gen or content publisher, whatever it is, you have to understand that you need to mash and mend these audiences based on what it is that you do. And I'm only giving the bare minimum. What I'm trying to do over here in the actual Facebook interface is show you some more advanced options that you can use. So for example, we can start by setting up very specific people who visited specific URLs, people who have visited for, for time spent, people who have purchased, people who haven't purchased. And what you can do here too, is you could say, you could set up custom audiences like this, people who have visited specific pages, like your service pages, and then exclude people who have become a lead, actually submit a form or actually purchased. The other thing that I really like to play with here is recency again. So if somebody reads a blog post, they're probably only gonna have that in their mind for a couple of days, right? So if we're doing that thing about blog posts, what you can do is you can set uh, maybe a whole category of blog posts that are all about social media, all about SEO, whatever it is that you do. I keep on using agency examples because it's on my mind right now because I'm doing this for the agency. But again, this could be for e-commerce too. You select a specific set of pages. So here include more people and further refined by people who match all these blog posts you do within the last three days. And then that becomes an audience that you're remarketing to again, getting it back top of mind. So if all those blog posts have something on it, like a content upgrade, like an ebook offer, you know, you can remarket to those people saying, hey, you forgot your ebook, come sign up now. Something along that nature, right? Where you're getting hyper-specific with the URLs and matching it to people who have been to a certain place on your website. So like I said, I would go through and I would set up a couple of specific URLs, maybe think of a different uh, couple of ways that you can build out that kind of mini funnel here with pages. Uh, also set it for your general website. General website, I'll go back far, like 180 days. That's as far back as it goes because that's one of our valuable audiences that we promote content to. So I got a new blog post. I'll just promote that using an advertisement to boost it, to get really cheap clicks from anyone who's been to our website. So that becomes kind of like an email list, almost anyone who's been to the website, but you wanna make sure that you're segmenting with specific URLs, time spent on page, narrowing it by different sequences to get more out of those URL specific website traffic custom audiences. So the last page of audiences that I have here are 
you know, if you guys are running events like meetups or any sort of offline or events or even online events too, like I do Facebook lives and I'll promote that to people uh, to try and get them to show up to the Facebook live. That's a really valuable custom audience. What you can do is you can set up a custom audience for only people who have engaged with a past event, either attending, like the ad, whatever. Same thing with Facebook pages. I like to set up custom audiences for anyone who sent you a message. That's a very high level of intent and understanding. Uh, anyone who's engaged with a post or an ad uh, or just likes your page. And I set these up as custom audiences because again, these are like content promotion lists to me. Anyone who's liked a post in the past, I would like to get the next top funnel piece of content in front of them as well. So I'll use that almost again as like a very cheap click way to get um, highly engaged traffic back to the website to help me promote something new. You know, maybe if I want to promote a YouTube video or a LinkedIn post, something like that, I'll boost it to that because I know that they have enough awareness to go and click and check out the other page. Another one that I really love, and this is probably one of my hottest audiences, is anyone who's engaged in my Instagram profile. Um, it has to be a business profile, just to note. But you know, the, <laughs> there's so much engagement flying around on Instagram that goes untracked because a lot of people just don't follow you. It's just the nature of Instagram. But you can track anyone who's been to your page, like the picture, any of that stuff, and you can remarket to those people, um, which is highly, highly effective. Another thing is uploading a customer list or your email list. Anytime you have a list of emails, you know, a thousand plus, and they're all hyper relevant and similar to each other, uh, you can upload that as a CSV to Facebook and create that as custom audiences. And then, of course, I already spoke about the lookalike audiences um, for macro and micro. So let me just jump back over to Facebook, show you these last audiences, and then wrap this thing up. So let's go back into our custom audience list. So customer list, this is what I was saying. If you have an email list, a newsletter, just go ahead and upload those as a CSV. All you really need is the email, but the more information you give Facebook, the better. Uh, offline activity, if anyone who's come into your business or store and you're tracking it, um, you can upload that too. App activity, I don't work with any companies that have apps at the very current moment, but if you do have an app, definitely get that as a remarketing audience as well. Lead forms and instant experiences, these are basically two ad types. Lead forms, I don't use them a lot. I prefer to send people to a landing page. I've never found a good success with these lead forms. Um, instant experiences are great. They just require a lot of effort, so I don't usually use them, but these are also, of course, ones that you'd wanna set up. These are the final three that I discussed. Events, so anyone who's come to one of your events or an actor interacted with one of your events. Uh, business profile on Instagram, same thing. And then Facebook page is another really valuable one. Again, I mean, just the nature of what's going on with social media now is it's tough to get people to actually follow you, especially on Facebook. People just don't really like pages anymore. So, you know, if they've seen an ad in the past, we want to capture those people um, and make sure that they're getting ads again in the future. So these are just a few of the things that you can do. Visited your page, engage with your page, click the call to action, sent messages, uh, people who have saved, saved any page or post. So the most valuable ones to me are visit your page and engage with, with anything in the past. Um, and I like to do this within 90 days just to keep it pretty relevant for people as well. This is a really good audience to, to run page-like remarketing ads to. So anyone who's engaged with your page, you can just set up a very basic remarketing ad that says, hey, you never liked our page. Um, you engage with our content, you never liked our page. It works really well. Again, it's still really hard to get page likes on Facebook. And every time I've run page-like campaigns, I get a lot of spam because I've been checking that out. I swear Facebook is throwing fake accounts just to make you feel like you're getting some somewhere. Um, it makes you feel good inside, but there's not a whole lot of value in those. Just my opinion. Again, I'm not too focused about building an, uh, a follower list on Facebook because you have to pay to get any visibility anyways. Uh, so to me, likes are really more of just uh, social proof than anything. So that's all I got for this video. Again, make sure that you hit the blog post to get the swipe file. Make sure you like, subscribe, and check out my podcast, man. I've been doing this for a while and it hasn't got much traction. I don't promote it that much, but everything that you see here is available there so you can listen to when you're walking the dog, at the gym, driving to work, whatever. 
Make sure to like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.